0: Mate, did we watch a thing this week? Yeah, we did. Welcome to the podcast, and thank you for joining us here at We Watched a Thing. As usual, I'm Tofa. I'm here with Billy. Mate, I reckon that's the most energy you've ever had when opening an episode. You in a good mood today? No? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I've been dealing with the bank this morning. I was going to say so you've been on the phone a lot today. I don't like it. <laughs> well, I got my adrenaline all going because I've been down pumping iron, so I'm all I'm all rocked for recording. Hey, you look ripped, oh buddy! <laughs> and what is it that we're talking about this week, my friend? Regretfully, <laughs> it chapter two. That's right. For anyone who listened along to the bonus episode that went out earlier this week, you'll know that we were not fans of the first it. <laughs> And I was expecting this to be better. I, I believe I said to you probably about a month ago now that I, I really, really thought this was going to be better, at least for me, than Chapter One. Um, I was mistaken. <laughs> do you feel the same way? Um, I do. A word, a, a recurring word, I think, for today's episode is going to be tedious. Yeah. yeah. My goodness. Yeah. And a lot of other people love these movies. I don't get it. <laughs> A lot of people love Nickelback. Don't don't bring Nickelback into this. A lot of people love Tommy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> there is no accounting for that. All right, IT Chapter 2 is a 2019 American supernatural horror film and the sequel to the 2017 film IT, both based on the 1986 novel of the same name by Stephen King. It's directed by Andy Muschietti and written by Gary Doberman, and it stars Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy, Bill Hader, Asaya Mustafa, Jay Ryan, James Ranson, and Andy Bean. With, of course, the, the little dickhead kids recurring as well. <laughs> yep. Um, i got to say, though, straight off the bat. Amazing cast and amazing casting. Truly a shame that they're wasted. <laughs> yeah, true. Stacked cast. Um, I think Jessica Chastain is just an absolute A-grade talent. Um, and some of the other- I think maybe the best matching of the casting in this is- the, So the guy who grows up- I don't know any of their names. Possibly <laughs> Dustin or Eleven. <laughs> 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 the The guy who grows up to be a- a risk assessor who crashes his car. Eddie. That- yeah. the The pairing of child to adult there is outstanding. Like, when he first popped up on screen, I was like, oh, that's that kid. Yeah, I thought that way across the entire cast. I thought Stan, um, the man who kills himself at the start, he looked a lot like his younger version as well. Yep, yep, give you that. Um, and ben, I actually thought that- And because it's really hard with Fatty who becomes Hottie. Yeah, but that, you can that's see That's hard it in to the do. Exactly! I, I was just about total, to make the same point. Total credit for that it's, one. It's amazing casting. It really is, across the board, exceptional casting and exceptional talent. Like, as you said, Jessica Chastain, I'm also a giant fan of James McAvoy. I was disappointed by him in this, but I, I don't think he had a lot to work with. Um, you know, and Bill Hader, have you seen all of the reports that have come out? They started coming out before the movie was widely released. There was a critic who wrote that Bill Hader's performance was Oscar worthy, which led to petitions for get Bill Hader an Oscar for it. Well, I'm imagining that's going to be as effective as every other <laughs> internet <laughs> petition ever. Look, I I do think that he was probably the strongest performance in the film for me. You don't feel the same way? No, I, and I don't think Bill Hader was bad. Um, I I think I would actually lean towards um, was fat now hot Ben. Yeah. yeah. Um, who I didn't realise, he's from our approximate neck of the woods, he's from New Zealand. Oh, really? That actor, yeah. Huh. I thought he was, and, like, again, this is all, there's going to be a big fat asterisk with, like, with what they're working with. Yeah. I thought he was good with the asterisk. (laughs) Yeah. I still thought that Bill Skarsgård was just annoying. Yeah, I, for me, look, I know that the 1990s miniseries is cheesy and dated. I get that. And obviously, Tim Curry was also working within the restraints of a television miniseries that had to be, at least to some extent, family friendly. I think given those restraints, I think Tim Curry did a far better job than Bill Skarsgård. For me, the biggest problem with the film is just that there's too much Pennywise. Pennywise isn't that scary. And if you read the book, there isn't that much Pennywise, really. He usually assumes forms that other kids find Scary. For for example, you get it a little bit in this movie with the leper that Eddie is afraid of, who I still think that the effects on that are atrocious and he doesn't look scary in any way. He just looks like a man without a nose. (laughs) But that is much more prominent in the book. And the other thing is that there's so much more, you know, as with most Stephen King novels, the big bad isn't the supernatural entity. The big bad is the humans. And sometimes that's influenced by Pennywise. But I just think there's too much of that damn clown in this movie, and he's not effective for me. Do, uh, I mean, apart from Skarsgård's performance, I mean, do you feel a similar way? to I do? Yes. Um, I as as from the first one, I just find Pennywise irritating. I don't find him scary, which for a character who is meant to be so linked to fear, yeah, is an issue. I would think. Yeah, <laughs> and like I'm. Like, my normal tolerance for horror is Stranger Things. (laughs) (laughs) So, if I'm not scared by this being, surely that's a fail. Yeah. My issue is just the insertion of him everywhere. For example, the worst crime of this film was that it kept exciting me by making me think it was going to follow the book slightly closer. But it doesn't. Every time you think it's about to, they just do something dumb. Like, the opening scene- where you've got the Derry Fair and Adrian is attacked and thrown off the bridge. What makes that so scary in the book is that what you're feeling is hatred. It's just this hatred and fear that overruns the town. They ruin that in this by then having Pennywise take a bite out of him and, oh, we're all all just back to the clown. (laughs) What you're supposed to get from that is that Pennywise is creating this hate and fear. He's not physically hurting people so much. Yeah, my issue – I had two issues with that. One is that in a post-Rocky world, you can't yell out Adrian in a film. <laughs> you just can't do it. Adrian! <laughs> um, and, yeah, my other one was that I was watching it go – and, like, not that it, I think it was a badly made sequence, but to me, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm watching a hate crime, which, yeah. for me, had not been established that that was a part – like, fear, certainly. I didn't think it was effective, but I know that that's meant to be there. Yeah. Whereas. I just feel like I'm watching a hate crime for no reason. Yeah, and to me, I think that that's an issue that stems back to my issues with Chapter 1, is that, as I said, in the book, that is a large part of it. And, for example, Mike's parents, who in the book aren't dead, um, but in Chapter 1, you know, they died in a a house fire. Uh, That's clearly a throwback to something that comes up quite early in the book. There was a black nightclub in Derry that was torched to the ground as a hate crime way back in whatever it was, 27 years before the 50s. And so it's this recurring hate and fear that is brought on by Pennywise is such a large part of the book that is completely missing here. And I agree with you, it feels out of place because there is no reference for it set by this point. Another thing this film does that the first one also did is that for the entire middle of the film, our one black character doesn't have a line. (laughs) Yeah. Old mate Old Spice, yeah he just he goes missing for a serious chunk of this film, yeah, he's and he's the one that's st- he's the driving force at the beginning of it, and then he's just absent. yeah, see, and again, that's something that in the book, the reason for that is that he doesn't have the same journey as the others because he already remembers everything. So, what's happening in that middle chunk of the film you're describing, it's the adults going back to try and piece together their their past. He doesn't have that moment because he's never left Derry, so he still has his memories. But, of course, that's covered much better in the book because you still dedicate two, three chapters to what did happen to him in that time. And here, I agree with you, that's completely lost. And instead, we get some dumb sequence of him having a smoking ceremony. <laughs> Oh, yes. We, yeah, we bring in Native Americans into this film and they can do magic because of course they can. (laughs) Bill Hader's character, remind me of his name, Richie. Richie. So Richie, when he's little, you know, with the mum jokes and whatever, he's an obnoxious little shit. Do you, like, for me, that kid doesn't actually grow up to be funny. I wouldn't have thought. Oh, right. So, I was like, when, when the he fact ca- that he grows up to be a comedian, you're like, no. Nah. I was like, no. <laughs> no, he did not grow up to be a comedian. See, and again, that, that's something that I think was lost in translation from the book. Because, of course, you know, we've updated it to modern times. And, oh, Stranger Things. So, now they're in the 80s and they're just cracking wires. And, like you said, it's, it's 90% mum jokes is what comes out of Richie's mouth. Mm. Um, and, like, one of them's good. There's, there's one in the restaurant which lands. Yeah. See, in the book, he is more of an impressionist. He Like, what he mainly does is, like, funny voices and stuff. It's, it's not so much, you know, oh, I fucked your mom. <laughs> um, and, and, like, you've and got then, Bill Hader. Yeah. So you can do that. Yeah, he does amazing voice work. Yeah. And that's part of my thing is that I feel like even though they must have always known this was going to be a two-part film, it, it seems like the amount of retconning that they're doing doesn't work at all. You know, so, like, even in, in Chapter 2, we start to follow the book a bit more faithfully in that Mike is the town librarian, and he's the one who's interested in history. You'll remember from rewatching It Chapter 1 the other day that even though that's the way it always is in the book, even when Mike is a kid, for some reason when they're kids, they've given that role to Ben. And Ben is the one who comes up with the history of the town for them all. And I don't understand why I make changes like that if then, come this chapter, you're going back to, oh, no, it's Mike. <laughs> Post Chapter 1, I didn't need any more of those kids in my life. Um <laughs> and then sadly for a serious chunk of this film we get this just for me stunningly tedious sequence of flashbacky things with those totems or whatever it is that they need which they're not like altogether horrible but there's so many to get through yes. that it just becomes a yawn fest It's like moving through molasses, that section of the film. Yeah. And, like, it's a long film. That's the thing. It's a movie with a two-hour-fifty run time. And this was my issue that I brought up as soon as they announced these movies, was why are you splitting... Like, why is the first movie just the children? Because... Now, as we've seen with Chapter 2, they're still doing the flashback thing. But we've already seen everything that's interesting. So, we're literally having flashbacks to them sitting around a clubhouse doing nothing. (laughs) Like, there are several flashbacks in this film that aren't for horror elements at all. (laughs) Like, And it just, yeah, tedious is the only word. Did I miss something? Or was the needle drop in one of the flashbacks where he's trying to strangle leper version of it... And just call me angel in the morning comes on. Am I missing something or was that just really weird? That was weird. Where did that come from? 80s, man. (laughs) For me, like, again, maybe I'm just missing something here. What was the connection to the scene? And in a movie where needle drops aren't a thing. Yeah. Why is that the moment where you choose to do it? It was just weird. Yeah. Speaking of soundtrack, though, can I say one positive thing about the movie? And I felt the same way about Chapter 1. I do very much like the score for the film. And I think the score is the highlight for me. And it is a score that I would just listen to, I think. There's that beautiful piano theme that kind of underlies the whole thing. And I think the score is very effective. I do not remember the score. (laughs) (laughs) Unsurprising. (laughs) On the flip side of that, let's say something negative about the production values. This film has double the budget of the first. Um, it doesn't look any better. <laughs> no, it doesn't. There's a couple of moments I really like. One is the the little hands grabbing James McAvoy when he's at the drain yep. that kind of looked old timey labyrinth sort of yep. thing, which I, I actually quite liked. And when little guy's head is becoming a spider, the, oh, way, really? the way that the legs initially came out of his I didn't like him so much when he was a spider, but just the initial growth out of the head kind of reminded me a bit of, like, really old tool film clips. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> which I liked. Yeah. Did we get less Pennywise running at the camera in this one? I, th- I do think he ran at the camera less. I think he was in the movie more, but running at the camera less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a disappointment for <laughs> Fans of that element of the first one, <laughs> I know we didn't get the amazing shot where he's dancing and they've stabilized on his head. <laughs> mm. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> In the uh, the fine the kind of the final showdown when they're down below decks and they're doing the um, the they're getting ready for the battle of wills and they're going through whatever ceremony they need to do before ceremony that ceremony of Chud. The ritual of chud. The ritual of chud. Yeah. Okay, maybe that makes more sense in the book. Um, <laughs> um, very, very polite of Pennywise to just wait until they're done, <laughs> yeah, before turning up. But and going, well, now I'm going to kill you. There is so much of that. That like every time he could have killed these people, time and time again, and no matter what arguments people come up with to make for the first film. He very clearly wants these people dead in this film, so why not just do it? because he could he can appear wherever he wants. he can turn into whatever he wants. he can do whatever he wants. He could kill these people within point four seconds if he wanted, yeah, and the the reasonable response to that in chapter One and chapter two is that, well, yeah, but he's building the fear, yeah, it's but not he- it's not just about killing, you want to build the fear. but that then falls over, I think when the moment it's anyone who's not a main character, he just kills. Like the little girl at the baseball game. She's, she's not a main character. And Pennywise just straight up kills her without waiting too long. And granted, getting bitten to death by Pennywise probably better than watching baseball. But that doesn't happen to any main characters. Yeah, It's That's- stupid. <laughs> Amazing how quickly, according to this film... Someone can turn from having the hots for James McAvoy to finding out that some guy, it was actually him that wrote you a note 27 years ago and the drop of the hat decide that, oh, no, actually, I love you. Yeah. (laughs) Because you wrote me a note when we were, I don't know, eight. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Oh, mate. I mean, he's good looking. He's very good looking now. I think it's got more to do with the fact that he's lost 300 pounds and he's very good looking. <laughs> like, that is one dreamy motherfucker. If I found out that he had written me a note like that, oh. But he looked like that before she knew about the note. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. That was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Fucking hair like January Flame or something. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> January Ember. <laughs> okay. Your hair is winter fire, January Ember. My heart burns there too. Okay. I'm saying that literally to you yeah. right now. The Ballad of Flaming January. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, I didn't like this film. Um, <laughs> did you have any scares in the film at all for you personally? Were you scared once? Uh, yeah, I suppose some of those really tedious, flashbacky sequences had. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, there's. Something bad out in that darkness. So that's tense. Yeah. Um, I don't enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> and then, of course, old um, old granny does jump out of the darkness looking just seven shades of stupid. Yeah. This long-limbed, naked, rotting thing. Yeah. It's like just an atrocious version of Bathtub Lady from The Shining. I know. We've seen the long-limbed thing. Too many times. We get it, you Slender Man. We're done with it. <laughs> Slender Man's not scary anymore, people. Short limbs. That where, that's where we should go. That should be the next evolution in horror. Just night of the short-limbed being. Yeah. And then in the grand tradition of these films, uh, just run out a door. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> just turn a light on. It's gone. Fuck <laughs> <Lock> off. <laughs> so speaking of atrocious retcons, Old Mate Bully is back after- very clearly dying in chapter one. God knows why. Yeah. Why? Yeah. See, in the book, that is a large part of it. As, as I said, in the book, the human element is the biggest threat. Um, your two main villains in the book are Henry Bowers and Beverly's husband, who is an abusive, who follows her and, and tries to kill them all. And I don't understand why you keep any element of that if you're completely doing away with it. I don't know why we needed Henry Bowers back in this film, given the very short arc that he has and the, the the length that it adds to an already long running time. I don't see a need for it. There's so like if if I cared about these films at all, I actually maybe I would be interested to go all fan editing on it. And combine them into one film. Which is the way it should be done. You'd cut the flashbacks that are in this film and replace them with elements from chapter one. Do away with Bowers in this film. Adds nothing. Yeah. Do away with McAvoy following that kid to the fair. Yes. Like, why is that there? That's dumb. Why is that scene there? You know why it's there is for the kind of cool looking element of a funhouse. That's it. But it's dumb to just put an adult in yeah, a funhouse. Works, house, works, so works for a, a kid. Yeah. Yeah, that's the reason that film that scene is there. And then oh my god, by the time the fi- by the time we've got to the climax, I was just like, "Oh, just end already." Yeah. Honestly, just wrap this thing up. Why is this film the better part of 3 hours? Yeah, when Why? The, when the final hour just once again devolves into grown adults beating up a clown with sticks. <laughs> it's not interesting to watch. <laughs> It's not – say what you will about Stephen King's ending and all of the jokes in this film about how he can't write endings. Say what you will about it turning into a giant spider. It's better than what you get in this film. I think the – you just touched on it, the the bad endings thing. Like, Stephen King has a cameo in the film. And by all means, give him that line. That's kind of funny when he says it to another writer. We don't need that line – At the start when – Ten. How many times do we get that line? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Do it once. Have Stephen King say it. It's funny. Yeah. Do it twelve times, and it's just kind of. Mean and I'm just to like poor Mr. King. Like, yeah, we're just dumping on one of our characters slash Stephen King. Yeah. Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fan editor in you coming out. Yeah. Speaking of McAvoy and his character in this. You rewatched Chapter 1 quite recently for our bonus episode. Regretfully. I Am did I- fast-forward chunks of it. Am I correct in remembering that that kid barely fucking stutters in that movie? Uh, he's, he's got a noticeable stutter. He does through yeah. the entire film? Yeah. Really? I think maybe- I recall it popping up quite late in the film for a few scenes. I was drinking, <laughs> and I did fast-forward big chunks of it. Because <laughs> they lay it on very thick in this film, and, like- I think if you watch chapter one and two back to back, you would probably, fig- even just watching it back to back, you would forget he was supposed to have a stutter as a kid. I mean, I get it. he He's not stuttering and then he goes back to Derry and he's stuttering and, yeah, no, I'm not into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just not here for these films. I'm just <laughs> not. All right, good hate fest, Billy. Yeah, I it's feel- like, It's like it's here. I was really hoping that this movie would be the better of the two, and that we might get something fun out of it, and I, I, I just feel kind of bad that we went to see it. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad that it got our money. I feel bad that it wasted this cast. I feel, I feel bad, and maybe that's the genius of the film. Maybe I feel really bad that I and I, I know I shouldn't care, but I feel really bad that so many people are going to love this. <laughs> Just makes me kind of sad. That's right. It's like it's it's better to like things than to not. That's true. I don't like that we live in a world where it's cool to not like things. Yeah, it is better to like things. People can like what they want. I like Tommy Boy, and you know people rag on me for that. It's not fun to rag on people, is it? Well, it is. No, no. (laughs) You take that back, and you say Tommy Boy is great. I know people that like Tommy Boy who I like and are good people. the closest you're getting. Well that's interesting because I know people who don't like Tommy Boy who are <laughs> 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 All right, all in all, how are we scoring this? Look, it's not like it's not atrocious, but it's totally subpar, 3 out of 10. Yeah, look, for me the biggest crime as this film is that it comes out A month or two later in the same year as a brilliant horror film like Midsommar, and yet this is going to- No one's going to remember Midsommar in in a year, and people will still be talking about how amazing It Chapter 1 and 2 were. So, for me, that's the biggest crime. I agree. It's not absolutely terrible, but it is worse than the first. I'm giving it a 4 out of 10. Generous. (laughs) All right, buddy. What are we doing next week? Next week, it's Milestone Week, my friend. That's right. It's the big hundo. Bringing up the 100, and we've invited friends. Yes. Who do we have on and what are we talking about? Well, we thought it made sense to do a film that you love that I do not, so we're going to be talking about James Cameron's Titanic. Sometime co-host Beth will be bobbing up. Uh, also joining us will be Sam, good friend of ours from Movie Reviews in 20Qs, and it will also undoubtedly be a delight to have Hannah from Boozy Movies on board. Yes, that does sound delightful. I'm looking forward to that. I might even listen. <laughs> I might. Oh, shit. I guess I should watch that movie again. <laughs> it's been since 1997. <laughs> alright that'll be awesome in the meantime if you want to get in touch with us you can do that at weWatchtothing.com or wewatch at gmail.com you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter all under the handle at we watch the thing if you want to help support the show you can do that at patreon.com forward slash watch the thing and if you listened to the bonus episode earlier in the week don't forget to go give all those guys a listen too because because they're fun not as fun as us but kind of <laughs> fun See <laughs> so, yes go watch a movie